Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Alex Valencia, your host, and welcome to another episode of We Do Marketing Hour. I am super stoked to have our next guest and the topic that we have on for schedule today. You guys are going to learn so much. I'm excited to learn so much about this because we're so invested in the content side of things that uh, Dimitri is going to touch on the math and digital marketing uh, match made in habit, right? So it's math and digital marketing, the match made in habit. And obviously there's so much math in coding and so much development, but obviously there's even so much more math in the data and correlating data to find out what our KPIs and what our ROI is. So Dimitri is a marketer, blogger, speaker, and founder of Regex SEO in Houston. They work with some of the top brands in the US declared the SEO rockstar by the American Marketing Association. Dimitri has significantly increased the online presence of brands through custom digital marketing campaigns and innovative content marketing techniques. I love that. He also considers nerd a compliment. And isn't that the way things are, Dimitri? Nerd is the way to go for the past 10 years. We are looking at guys like Mark Cuban, the Google guys, people over at Twitter and Instagram. All these nerds have taken over the world and us SEO and content nerds absolutely love it. Dimitri, welcome to the show. Hope you had a great holiday weekend. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, the weekend was uh, kind of lazy a little bit, you know, just did some yard work and cooked some food and <laughs> that's kind of it, uh, you know, and being a business owner, we don't really ever have holidays or vacations in the full sense of the word. So as always, you know, you have to work, you have to do whatever it takes to run the business. I, exactly. I remember yesterday morning, or was it Sunday evening? I knew we had Monday off, or at least our staff does. And I was telling my wife, I said, um, she was planning the day for Monday. I'm like, well, I got to work in the morning. She's like, what? It's a day off. I go, it's a day off for everybody else. It's not a day <laughs> off for me. I got to prepare for the rest of the week. And then I'm also going to the gym. So, you know, let's let's carve out everything from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. I'm going to be gone from the house and then we'll have an amazing Labor Day. But I get it being a business owner. So, Dimitri, before we dive into math and digital marketing match made in heaven, because I'm super stoked to get into it. I want to know who Dimitri is. Tell me about you. How did you uh, how'd you get your start? Where do you come from? Just, you know, dive in and, and tell me about Dimitri. Hey, the, the the story of Dimitri. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, originally, I am from Russia, uh, born and raised there. I moved to US only about 10, 11 years ago. So uh, my education actually is in applied mathematics from Russian university. And uh, the my whole education background, my training is all about mathematics, about data, and specifically, they kind of tried to try to teach us how to use math mathematics and data analysis for programming and coding specifically. So whatever that uh, applies to, like we were doing some financial analysis, we were doing some even like oil and gas programs and software and stuff like that. So the, the way I got into SEO was kind of by chance. 
uh, I was doing some freelance work in college and I was developing some websites and one of the clients kind of just mentioned it. Um, he said, have you ever heard of this thing called meta tags and SEO? And how do we make sure that at least our name comes up in Google if somebody Googles the, the company name? I have never heard of SEO before. So that's how I got the introduction into search engine optimization. And it, at the time, it was just very simple stuff. I think I did basically just meta tags and uh, probably that's it. Uh, maybe like alt tags on some images. So mostly on page SEO for, for one of your friends or client. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I wouldn't even call it SEO. It was just, <laughs> you know, a couple meta tags and that's it. Um, and then after that, I kind of poke around in uh, SEO world and not nothing, nothing extraordinary. And whenever I moved to US, I was looking for jobs in coding. Uh, so one of the jobs in Houston area, they were looking, the title of the job was PHP developer. And I had experience, I figured, well, good match for me. So I applied there. And on the interview, kind of everything went well. They asked me a couple of questions like, have you heard about SEO? Have you done anything? And I told them that just a little bit. They hired me on and pretty much next day they told me, well, we don't really need developers. We need SEO developers, people who can do SEO in code. And you have about a month to figure, figure it all out. And if you do not, we're going to kick you out. <laughs> so I had to learn SEO by, uh, by learning it. I, I have to do it. I have to learn by doing it. Right. And within basically three months or so, like probably less, uh, I was running their SEO department. You know, uh, I am a believer that uh, there's a saying, which I think Seth Godin kind of originated, but uh, I changed it a little bit and uh, it's don't do passion, do pa be passionate about what you do. Uh, so whatever I start working in, I do my best, do everything, give everything I, I have. And yeah, I had to learn 24 hours a day, basically about SEO, how it works. And of course, looking back now, I know way more than 10 or so years ago. Uh, but that's how I got started in SEO. Excellent. So, you know, to some people going in or anyone that wanted to learn, um, you know, you had that coding side, right? You don't get a lot of people that actually know the technical SEO and I actually have a pretty old uh, uh, YouTube video differentiating a SEO web developer from a regular web developer. And, and they're totally different. It's important to know that technical side of things when developing a site for SEO. Um, cause they all go hand in hand, right? It's not just putting content on a site. Right. What, uh, what, what assets or books or information would you say someone starting in that wanted to learn SEO and, and kind of dive in outside of the coding? Cause well, if they are coders, what would they look for? If they're not coders, what would they look for? And what did you use to kind of guide yourself and learn? Right. Uh, so the way I learned was really by watching some videos and I highly recommend Moz, the like the original Moz, moz.com uh, they have a series called whiteboard fridays yep 
uh, ever since Rand Fishkin, their founder, left, I think they kind of went downhill a little bit. But the original content, uh, I think I would say starting 2018 through about 2019, two years of content, um, they have all those videos with explanations. That's what I usually typically recommend to anybody who is starting SEO. They have every kind of topic from very technical uh, and kind of high level to beginners. And you can find anything there from content marketing to technical SEO to everything. So that's where I typically send people to learn. And also there is a, uh, a tool in the industry called Ahrefs. Uh, they are backlink building kind of uh, backlink audit tool. Right. Mostly they have other functionality. They have pretty nice YouTube channel as well. And they have, they're more about content marketing. So if you ever want to learn about a bit more about content marketing, they have great content. They, have, they, don't, they don't have that many videos, but all of them are very well built. And the last thing I typically recommend is SEO beginner guide. I think it's also by Moz. If you just Google that, um, it's, it's very basic stuff. So just understand what SEO is, how it kind of works. Um, that guide is the best uh, for very, very beginner stages. As for technical SEO, if you are a developer and trying to get into SEO, technical SEO stuff, there is not that much really, really good technical information, unfortunately. And what I would recommend is going from Google, like the Google, um, what's it called? Google itself, they have, it's like a blog of their own. Google Webmaster Tools. Uh, yeah, Webmaster, not doing tools, but Webmaster. Right. They have, uh, yeah, they have like a blog there. They have videos right. and it's very, very technical. And typically they have some videos and articles about how to implement certain things. Just yesterday, I was watching and kind of learning more about one page applications, progressive web apps, how properly to code it and apply it for, uh, for Google and other search engine bots. Because if you have progressive web app and it's, done, it's not done correctly, Google and other bots, they can't even crawl it. So you might just spend for bigger applications, especially tens of thousands of dollars in developing it. But if you don't do it right, then Google might not even be able to read it, all the information you have. And right, in a sense, you, you, yeah, you would have just wasted a lot of money. So just make sure uh, all the listeners to you out there, if you are spending a lot of money on website development, make sure, and you have marketing in your plan, online marketing, make sure that you work with people who know what they're doing in terms of development. Great. Good, good information. So let's let's dive in. Why don't you tell me a little bit about our, our main topic, which is uh, math and digital marketing, the match made in heaven. How do you correlate the two and, you know, what what educate us? Right. So when we are talking about online marketing, when we are talking about anything SEO or not SEO, social media marketing, social media advertising, email marketing, any marketing campaign 
and not even necessarily online marketing campaigns. The whole reason we do it is to get results. And before we start doing it, we need to have some type of certainty that that campaign will work. Because if you're about to spend, no matter what kind of money it is, if, if, even if it's like $1,000 or $1 million on a campaign, you need to be somewhat sure that that money will bring you results. And of course, the, the budgets are different for everybody. However, it, no, no matter what that budget is, it would be not very smart to just waste it. Therefore, that's where predictive algorithms come in. That's where AI comes in. That's where anything from data analytics standpoints comes in. Because before you make any decisions on spending money, you need to have somebody look through past data. Uh, you need to look at your previous results and build something, in a sense, predictive. Maybe it could be as simple as, hey, you know what? Your conversion rate on the website is, I don't know, let's say 1%. Therefore, to get one lead, you need 100 users, 100 visits to your website. And then you need to think about business data. So let's say out of every 100 leads, we, uh, only 30% of them become clients. Therefore, you propagate that and it becomes that you need actually 300 visits to your website before you get a sale. And then you apply actual sales numbers, you apply your margins and stuff like that. And that is where with just simple, it can be very simple like that, calculations. Uh, and you can predict fairly accurately if that campaign makes any sense, or at least potentially makes any sense before you start spending money, before you start investing money. And you know that's kind of like a very basic calculations you can do on a back of an envelope. And there is a way more, if you want to be in depth into it, things like user profiling, uh, which is gathering data about how users behave on their website and therefore build anything predictive, how they might behave in the future, uh, analyzing huge data sets about if you, if you have access to a lot of users at the same time, how they behave overall, how you can build any, any how, how you can use all of that data for the betterment of your business. And uh, yeah, so if you don't know math, at least some basic math, it's going to be very difficult to you not, as a business owner especially, not to lose money on marketing campaigns. So yeah, that's kind of the, the backbone of the idea. And are you guys using any specific uh, applications or softwares to, to manage and track this for your clients? Uh, we use combination of things. Uh, we specialize, I would say, in customized solutions. And our idea is, because everybody has their own platform they're using uh, for e-commerce, there are things like Magento and 3D Cart and BigCommerce and whatever else, and some fancy site cores and whatever else. And there is other analytics tools like 
the simple ones, Google Analytics or internal analytics or any other tools. So what our goal is whenever a client comes to us is how can we marry the all of the data on all of the data points the clients have, we have whatever data sets they have and we can get. So most of our stuff is custom developed, but if you are a business owner and you don't know where to start, I say, look at your CMS platform, if you have it, uh, whatever it is, even like WordPress is of the world, they have quite a, quite a few plugins about data and just, just spend a day, well, not even a day. Any off the top of your mind, any uh, WordPress plugins that people could look for? Uh, if it's e-commerce, the, the WooCommerce have kind of its own built-in. Right. What about data. just like uh, information, educational sites, um, kind of like a doctor or a lawyer? Uh, right. So uh, for the informational, uh, for, for data part, I always say go with Google Analytics. Right. And pretty much every CMS platform out there has a seamless integration with Google Analytics. And the reason I'm saying that is because it's free. And it provides surprisingly deep enough level of uh, information if you know where to look. And uh, some people think that it's just all about how many visitors I get. That that's not true at all. There there is so much more in Google Analytics that you can extract as long as you tag it properly. And that's where I think a lot of business owners have. Uh, miss out on, on a lot of potential. Um, as a business owner, you should know where the traffic is coming from, meaning is it organic search? Is it social media? Is it YouTube channel? Whatever it is. And uh, without simple things like Google Analytics, you can't really do that. Right, right. Um, yeah, that, I would say that's definitely the main data point to, to yeah. start and jump off with as far as... Uh, organic and, and paid search directly from the site. Um, right. but do you do you have like a formula in mind? Like you mentioned 300 X plus, you know, the, right, the right, KPI right. the uh, or the click-through rate plus whatever margins that you have to kind of allow that. Is, is 300, you think a good number? Or is that like an e-commerce number? Um, well, so that, that 300 wasn't kind of an example. And really the formula is you need to, so, this is where I, I ran across so many business owners that do not know this number. Uh, dear listeners, if you are a business owner or marketing manager or in the world of business, you need to know a few things. First, how what is your lead to sale conversion rate? Surprisingly, a lot of people do not know that. Out of 100 leads you get or out of 10 leads you get, how many of those become actual customers, actual paying customers? Because that number affects every single calculation so much, it's kind of ridiculous uh, to, to the point of ridiculousness. So for example, if you know that out of 100 leads, 30 of them become clients, so 30% lead to sale conversion rate, that means that all of your marketing campaigns, all of your marketing budgets just tripled in, in uh, the ROI got three times lower. So uh, that's the number that you need to know for sure. 
then you need to know your conversion rate of the website. So out of 100 visits to your website, on average, how many of those become leads? And here is another little tip for everybody that, that people, business owners, marketing managers forget about. Do not forget about call tracking. Right. Uh, especially lawyers. Like I know that, uh, uh, Alex, you work with lawyers a lot. Mm -hmm. Most of the business is done over the phone. Very few people actually fill out a form on the website. Therefore, you need to know, because that's a lead. If somebody calls you off the website, that's a lead technically. Right. So if you don't consider that, you might look at your website and say, hey, last month we got only 10 form submissions, but then you forget that you have 1,000 calls right? So the numbers, again, become very, very different. So make sure that uh, you have, as a business owner, have a tracking per channel, per, per marketing mm -hmm. channel for the phone calls, and then include that into your conversion rate calculations as well. Because again, typically, if you look at, let's say, just form conversions on the website, it could be like 1% conversion rate. And then you add up all your phone numbers, phone calls, and that becomes 30% conversion rate. Right. Well, that's a huge difference. And so I'm just, I keep rambling. I can talk about this for two weeks straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the idea is as simple. Um, when you know, so let's say, you know that out of 100 visitors to your website, whatever many become leads, whatever type of lead that is, we need to know that number, that's a conversion rate. And then you need to, out of those people who become leads, you need to know how many becomes actual sales. Right. So that's the formula. Uh, conversion rate multiplied by um, sale to uh, lead to sale rate. And therefore uh, you can, so let's, let's back a little bit. Let's say you know that your average margin on a product or a service is let's say a thousand dollars no matter how much you sell it for it's about margins let's say your margin is thousand uh, dollars like a profit margin therefore you need to know how much you, you can't spend more than technically 999,000 sorry 999 dollars in marketing budgets to get that thousand dollars otherwise you start losing money so if you know that margin is $1,000, you know that out of 10 leads, only three people become sales. That means that you need to have, uh, uh, let's see, three leads. Yeah, three leads to get one sale. And then you know that your conversion rate, let's say is 30%, meaning that out of 100 people on the website, 30% of them become a lead. So that means that you actually need uh, three leads. Sorry, one to get one sale, you need three leads, and therefore you need uh, ninety visitors. Am I doing that right? I think ninety so. visitors divided. No, I think it might be more. So anyway, you you take the profit margin, you multi, uh, divide by percentage of con of lead to sale, then divide by conversion rate. And therefore, you're going to get number of visits to your website to understand to get at least one sale on average. 
I hope Got that uh, I, I should have some visual aids or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, we'll cut part of this out and then maybe uh, do like a loom video of the recording and just do, do like some client numbers and we'll 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 edit it in. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. That'll be better because the visuals are going to, without the visuals, it's going to be super confusing. So I'll edit this part out and then we'll add those visuals. Um, you can speak it into it like a loom video if you have it. Okay. Um, Cool. So um, tell me a little bit about some of the clients you work with and, and some of your successes. All right. So uh, technically, we have a client, we have clients in every kind of industry and of every kind of business size. Now, we currently are specializing more in uh, bigger companies. Typically, we work with uh, companies that have at least $5 million in revenue and or rather or uh, $100,000 in annual marketing budget. Got it. So uh, that's kind of our benchmark right now. Right. And uh, really the companies we work with are the companies that value or understand the value of marketing. I'm sure you yourself have had conversations where somebody calls you and says, hey, I have $200 for SEO. It's like, well, really? yeah. <laughs> what, what can you expect for $200? Nice. You get what you pay for. Exactly. Uh, and especially in SEO game, it's all about, it's not immediate return. So it's about right. kind of an investment, long -term, longer term investment. Yep. Uh, so we, need, we work with people who understand that. Right. And uh, most recently we started specializing in HVAC companies specifically. Nice. Um, because we just kind of by chance, in a sense, we worked with quite a few HVAC companies so far, and we were able to achieve really good results with them. So we decided to capitalize on that and we're developing uh, new strategies and kind of the whole approach for HVAC companies. But How do you approach that, content when it comes to an HVAC company? How do you approach content marketing? Uh, it's uh, what I call edutainment, mostly. Uh, as, a as, as a homeowner, uh, whenever you have an AC unit outside, you're not going to really repair anything yourself. Right. You, uh, and if it's broken, you're going to go and Google, well, I, I, like let's say, if, if it's actually broken, then you're going to search for HVAC company right. or something like that. But before that, before it's actually broken, there might be some things that you notice as a homeowner. Hey, it vibrates. Yeah. Hey, it sounds weird. Hey, it's leaking or whatever. Uh, hey, my temperature doesn't go down fast enough when, when, it, when the HVAC unit is on. Uh, so uh, the type of content we produce with our clients is the type of content that answers those questions before the people are actually uh, before 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 the HVAC units are actually broken. So uh, it's the type of content that is what do I do if my HVAC right. SE unit is not cooling fast enough? And there is a whole lots of questions like that that we have research on. That's where the data comes in. That's where the math comes in. What's, you know, finding out 
is it worth or not based on search volumes and CTRs and conversion rates and all that stuff. Uh, <clears throat> but basically, we try to get in front of potential customers of our clients before they even need the actual service. Uh, so videos, articles, every type of uh, every type of uh, content medium. Is the client creating those uh, videos themselves, or is that something you guys are assisting with? Uh, we we assist in a way. We don't have actual video production, like we don't do video production ourselves. Uh, but what we do help is we do research for topics, the strategy. Mm -hmm. the strategy, what to kind of include in videos, how long the video should be based on competition and other things. Uh, so we do data support and anything on the kind of SEO side of things. And then things like content marketing after the video comes out, um, making sure that people are seeing people, it. Yeah, people are seeing it, advertising on social medias and maybe even running YouTube ads or whatever it is. So uh, yeah, just uh, to, to get as many views and business exposure, uh, brand exposure as possible. Excellent. Excellent. Great. Well, this is awesome information. Now I'd like to jump into the fun part of the conversation and go through some rapid fire questions with you. All right. Um, Ready. What makes go. you feel inspired or like your best self? What makes you feel inspired? Inspired. Results. That's, that's what it is. Definitely passionate about what you do. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Oh, uh, those are some difficult questions. <laughs> um, as I said before, my my what I preach nowadays is you don't have to do passion, be passionate about what you do. That's the biggest thing. If you could turn back time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you say? Just go for it. What is the best compliment you've ever received? Man, that's time to pat myself on the back somehow. Uh, let's see. It's the best compliment is when it's a little bit longer answer. I worked with a client of ours, which is international company, and they are on a publicly traded stock market. So after the campaign we did with them, there was a very clear benefit to their stock price. So that was a huge indirect compliment to myself and the company. Wow, that's awesome. On the opposite note, what is an insult that you've received that you're proud of? That I'm proud of? An insult you received that you're proud of. Quote, you guys are way too expensive for myself, <laughs> for my company. That's a good one. What was your favorite subject in school? Math. Uh, not <laughs> even a question. Yeah, I knew that one. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Introvert, a huge one. What is your biggest pet peeve? Um, biggest pet peeve. Uh, I hate time being wasted. Um, so that applies to a lot of different things. 
but yeah, wasted time in whatever regard that can be. What would your parents say you do for a living? Computer stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, that's kind of like almost a meme in, in the industry. Yeah. Uh, in SEO industry. Hey, can you fix my computer? Yeah. That's what, not what I do. I know, exactly. If you could have coffee with any historical figure, who would you choose? Oh, that's a, that's a very interesting one. Um, Jesus. Good one. I like that. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Somewhere in the Alps. Nice. Wow. Total intruder. <laughs> <laughs> Away from it all. Hopefully you have Wi-Fi somewhere over there. <laughs> right, right. Well, uh, the, the, the Tesla's... Uh, right new thing what's it called the the link whatever link I Something, forgot. You know, satellite link whatever it's called mm -hmm. apparently it can get it anywhere nowadays we'll see i i have trouble in the car wash <laughs> um awesome dimitri this was a pleasure thank you for uh you know touching on everything with us if uh anyone wants to get a hold of you where where would they uh, reach you all right, so uh, the easiest way is to go to our website, regexseo.com, and either call us or send like a uh, contact form. If you would like to reach me specifically, uh, directly, personally, I am on pretty much all social medias, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Facebooks, and all that stuff. And my handle is at Digital Spaceman. We are in Houston. We are, you know, NASA, Houston known for NASA. Our branding is all about astronauts, as you can see in my background. So yeah, at Digital Spaceman. Three content and SEO tips you want to give out. Something that's working amazingly for you right now. Don't trust your gut, trust the data. Uh, that's uh, kind of a, what I preach in a sense. Uh, that's number one. Uh, another one is without really great content nothing else makes any sense uh and let's see third one do audit for roi marketing campaigns um so do audit for marketing campaigns in a sense of roi many users many business owners have no idea what that is and no matter what that marketing campaign is if your grandpa was doing it, doesn't mean that you have to do it as well. Just look at the numbers. Trust the numbers. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Dimitri. It's a pleasure. Have an amazing day. Good luck with everything. Uh, Thank you for having me. Yes, it was a pleasure.